All right, so my name is Julie, and welcome to my podcast, I guess. Super weird to even think about. Um, I've never done anything even remotely like this, as I'm sure you can probably tell by this intro, um, that I really have no idea what I'm doing. But as part of this whole quarantine thing is happening, the social distancing, I've had a lot of a lot of time to reflect on myself and the world and how I can't wait for things to go back to normal, but how much I also want things to change. Um, and I mean that as in, yes, I can't wait until we can go to restaurants and you know, hug everyone and go to baseball games and just, you know, go to Marshall's and smell all of those candles. I also want things to change and I want people to appreciate more and appreciate the time that you have with others because now we realize that it is a gift. It can be taken away from us. Um, yeah, like this is a scary time. And a lot of people during this time are reflecting, or I hope are reflecting on themselves and their journeys and everything, Um, which kind of leads me to why I am here. I am someone who has always struggled with mental health in all, in a lot of aspects of life. I won't say in all aspects. Um, From a very, very young age, I remember feeling anxious and feeling scared and feeling a little different from everyone else, Um, feeling just, I'll get into more of how I was feeling late earlier, but just know that this has been my normal for my whole life, as I'm sure it is for a lot of others. And as much as I am hesitant to, um, hesitant and cautious and nervous, I guess you can say to expose myself and to expose how I have been feeling my whole life, I also realize that it is important for me to grow in my reflecting self-worth journey, my meditation journey, I guess you could say. Um, I This is a part of who I am down to the core of myself. My goal in life is to help people, um, which is the main thing that is the reason why I do things, why I do them, you know? Like, a lot of times I've heard over the years, like, you don't have to do that for me. Like, I can do it, like, I got it, like, or I can't even think off the top of my head, but I'm sure I'll get into it at other times. That you know, I want to do that for you. I want to help you. I want to go out of my way to do this because that is what makes me happy to see other people happy. And if I can just help one person through sharing my experiences through mental health and self-worth and anxiety and OCD and depression and self-harm and eating disorders and other things that I personally have gone through that I'm You know, I'm not even sure if everyone on who may ever listen to this knows this, like if anyone that I actually 
and friends with in life because I have been um, very, very closed off on some of these issues. Some things I am very open about. Like I'm very open that I have anxiety and I'm very open. Um, I like I'll tell anyone that, you know, I have OCD and I'll try to ex- help them understand. But there are things like self-harm and, you know, eating disorders to an extent that I am very, very, very closed off about. And you know what? I'm ready to break the stigma because it is something that a lot of people go through. And like I said, if I can help just one person by sharing my stories and by sharing ways that I've learned to cope, then I myself feel like I've accomplished my job and my goal in life. So here we are. Welcome. All right. So how I kind of envision this podcast kind of going is, and this is just a, you know, rough draft because obviously I've never done this before, as you can definitely tell, but how I right now envision this happening is each episode, I'm going to dive into a different different memory, a different experience, different um, emotion, and just reflect on that. I'll get into the ugly truth behind it as much as I hate using that word, like, because I do believe that everything is beautiful in its own way. And, but you know what, let's be real. Sometimes anxiety and depression and mental health and some things like that are ugly. They make us feel ugly. And my goal in this is to try to make you feel as beautiful as you can in your own body and your own skin, because that's what every single person deserves every single person. And if by sharing my stories and by sharing how I felt in the past and how I've used that experience to grow, to become who I am today, then I feel as if my job is done because down to the deep of my core, I know that my goal in life and my purpose in life is to help others. And by being willing to expose myself and my my past experiences and not be ashamed of my story, then I hope that I can help even just one other person. Um, all right, so I figure, you know, kind of the best way to just dive into this podcast uh, journey is to give a little brief uh background on to who I am because I mean let's be real you have no idea who the f I am right now I'm just some random ass person talking through you know your headphones so I guess you know I'll start at the beginning so back in uh 1995 back in no I'm just kidding so um I'm 24 my name is Julie like I said uh, most people just call me Jules uh, for some reason my entire life, people have had an issue with my name being Julie and not Julia. And one way to really piss me off is actually to call me Julia. So just to make everyone else's lives easier, I've just shortened it to Jules. Um, so here I am. Jules is my name. And like I said, I'm 24. I have a bachelor's degree in public health with a focus in sustainability And I actually worked in that field for about three years. Um, 
until I realized that it is not going to happen. It is not what I meant to do. It's it. I'm very, very thankful for the experiences that it did give me and the education that it did give me because it is helping in my new career journey, which I'm actually back in school. Um, I am in radiologic technology school. And pretty much what that is, is the person who takes your x-rays, your CAT scans, your uh, MRIs, uh, your DEXA, your bone density, which is uh, what DEXA stands for, uh, mammographies. That is a radiologic technologist. So my end goal is to actually be in radiation therapy and work with cancer patients. But for now, you know, I'm still in school, grinding it out and uh, experiencing everything from traumas to chest x-rays to now, you know, freaking COVID, COVID-19, coronavirus. Um, and I'm loving every single second. And I know that I am now, you know, going into the right field. Um, and I will use the experiences and I have been using the experiences that I learned in my bachelor's, but now I'll just be doing it in a much, much happier, uh, manner because I was very, very unhappy with my last job, (laughs) which, you know, I'll probably get into. So stay tuned. But so that's just a little bit about my educational background, but, um, and everything that I've learned in my schooling journey from kindergarten until, you know, literally currently I had class this morning. Um, I've learned and I've grown, but I would say something that's really defined me as a person is my family, which is what I'm going to talk about now. So I have uh, one brother. His name's Joe. He's younger. He actually has autism and um, a couple other different um, conditions that I'll probably discuss later on. Being a sibling to someone with um, learning disabilities and um, being on the spectrum has definitely had its challenges. Um, A lot of challenges and a lot of uh, reasons why I am the way I am is because of the ways that my family has kind of coped with my brother being a little bit different and being on the spectrum. Um, I love him to no end. He is an asshole, but he's my ass. Well, he's not my asshole. Whoa. (laughs) Backtrack. He is, uh, he's the asshole brother that I, I love that I wouldn't trade for the world, (laughs) but, oh, he's caused me some, some trying times in my past. (laughs) But uh, other than my brother, I have my mom and my fa- and my dad. Um, my father, that was weird. Because my dad is my absolute world, my best friend. And it just, I can't even describe how much I love him. And then I have my mom, who I love and has shaped me into who I am today. Um, not without our uh, rough patches, <laughs> which will definitely be an episode or seven. But... Needless to say, I have my lovely core who I grew up with, my brother and my parents, grew up with in a small town in uh, Connecticut. And I also was very, very lucky to have a pretty large extended family who lived very close, now that I think about it. Um, there, I could name probably on one hand how many times we didn't spend holidays together, which I'm very fortunate to because most families are spread out, you know, different states not able to make it, but 
family's always been very important, not just to myself, but to everyone. Um, so I've gotten to, you know, just watch my little cousins grow up and be their biggest supporter and be their biggest cheerleader and their shoulder to cry on. And I've loved being able to see, see them become, you know, their own different little people there. I, words can't describe how much I love being an older cousin and now being an older, uh, an older, and now being an aunt, I get to watch my little niece and nephew, um, you know, grow and, oh, it's just so fun. I can't even describe it. Seeing their joy brings me more joy than anything in this world could possibly, you know, bring me. But you'll definitely learn all about them <laughs> in uh, future episodes. Sorry, I was trying to swallow. <laughs> um, so um, obviously I was just talking about my niece and nephew and uh, my cousins and how much joy they bring me. But I would definitely be stupid not to talk about the joy that my grandparents have brought me throughout the years. Um, I have been very lucky to have my four grandparents up until I was um, 13. I was 13 when I lost my grandpa, my mom's mom. No, my mom's mom. My mom's dad. <laughs> um, yeah, I was 13. And then actually I had all my grandma and then my Mimi and Poppy, my dad's parents. I had them all. Up until um, this past August, when I lost my absolute best friend in the entire universe, um, my Mimi, my dad's mom, which will be a whole episode in and of itself. But for now, um, I'll just leave it at like she she is the reason who I who I am. I can't even put into words at this moment how much I miss her and how much I love her. And how much she means to me. She is my whole heart and soul. Um, and not a day goes by that I don't think about her. And that I don't miss her. Um, and that I don't wish that I can just hug her. But I, that this is going to be a whole episode. Because just even thinking about it makes me tear up. And how much I know that I still need to work on. You know my grief and dealing with this kind of stuff. But like I said later on. We'll, uh, we'll dive into that because unfortunately a lot of people can relate to uh, losing a loved one and grief and dealing with moving on in life when you're missing something so large. But uh, for now, uh, I love you memes and uh, I hope I'm making you proud. So enough about family and uh, let's dive into my hobbies. Like what did I do when I was growing up? Well, in a uh, short term, sports. I love sports. Watching them, playing them, everything about them. Uh, I get that definitely from my dad. My dad uh, is a huge sports fan. Sports were always playing in our house. Golf. Golf, I like how I said that first. Um, baseball. Go Boston. Uh, football. He's a Giants fan, but I am a Steelers fan. Let's go. Pittsburgh, black and gold forever. Um, but growing up, I played, oh, you name it, I played it, except for soccer. Never was into soccer. Um, I played softball my whole life. Still play to this day with some of the kids that I grew up playing with. We started our own adult league team and 
it's the highlight of my summers. Every Wednesday night, I look forward to my my softball time with my girls. Um, it's awesome. But also growing up, I played, you know, I ran track. I I did break dancing actually for break dancing and hip hop for six, seven years. Um, which is a fun fact. I don't think many people knew that. I stopped when I was uh I was a sophomore in high school. Uh, because I had some health issues that, you know, like I said, like seven times already. We'll talk about that later on. But it's just a little sneak peek into me, so bear with me. You'll get all these stories, I promise. Um, so I did the break dancing hip hop. I ran track. I played field hockey in high school. Um, I was actually going to play field hockey in college. That was the goal up until I had an injury. And then, uh, you know, the, the, the goals changed. Um, but that's okay. Things happen in life and you just got to adapt. But uh, those are my main hobbies that I would go to if someone asked. Um, but then my outlet that not a lot, I mean, over the years, it's become a lot more known because uh, I actually opened up my own Etsy shop last year, um, which has since closed for reasons I'll disclose in a little bit. But um, art, art has been a constant in my whole life. I think a lot of it stems actually from my grandma. I spent a lot of my childhood with her and we were always coloring sidewall chalk, crayons, markers, the bathtub, like paints. Oh my God. We did cross stitching and oh my God, everything painted rocks before it was cool. Like, uh, from a very young age, I just remember always being artistic and having thinking outside of the box, um, as a way to, you know, escape from my thoughts which is what I I wholeheartedly believe is what I was doing when I was younger, when I was always like coloring and, you know, pressing so hard on the crayon, they would break. And, you know, it was my way of venting. And I still use it to this day. You know, I, I painted something yesterday. It's, it's, you know, what makes me happy. But I did, you know, stop art for a long time because um, I was in a, in a bad place. Um, which is why I actually stopped my Etsy stop at blah, 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 which is why I stopped my Etsy shop because um, I've noticed when you do something that's a hobby and you turn it into a way to either make money or to um, you know to do something essentially when you do something to make money and you make it a job it becomes not fun. And that's what art became to me. It stopped being fun and I stopped finding the joy in it. And, um, it led me down a, you know, a little windy of a road. So I shut my shop down and happy to say, actually, as of like three weeks ago, I picked up, you know, my paints again, um, after almost a year, almost a year, which is a lot for me of not, you know, doing anything art related. So, you know, cheers, cheers to that, you know, kudos to me, pat on the back, but we'll get into how I, you know, dove back into that hobby of art at, like I said, 7,000 times before this at a later episode. So I guess without further ado, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll address the uh, elephant in the room, the real reason why you know, I'm making this podcast is not to talk about, you know, my normal life. It's about 
you know, my mental health and my mental health journey over the past 12 or so years um, is pretty much what I'm going to really dive into when I really noticed my, uh, became aware of my mental health, I guess I would say, is when I was 12. Um, and from the time I was 12 to now at the age of 24, some of the topics and some of the issues that I've um, had to overcome and still deal with to this day, to this moment, um, some of them are depression, um, anxiety, obviously. I think I mentioned that already. Um, those were the main two that started my awareness in my mental health journey. And that's why I originally sought out therapy. Well, that's a lie. I didn't seek out therapy. My dad seeked out therapy for me because he actually has um, anxiety and noticed that I, you know, carried a lot of the same traits and could see that I was just, you know, breaking down um, emotionally that I needed help. So thank you, dad, for one of the thousands and thousands of things that you've helped me with throughout the years. But, um, yes, so I got my first therapist when I was 12 and to help me with depression and anxiety, which I still deal with to this day. And then that later turned into, um, not having a lot of self-worth, um, leading to self-harm, which, um, that, that's something that I, I'm ready to, like I said, break the stigma about. It's something that I have not really talked about other than with, um, you know, maybe, maybe two people, like two friends, um, and my therapist. That's something I've never really discussed. And you know what? I'm ready. It's, I'm done being ashamed of it. It's who I, it's part of my story. It's who I am. So that's going to be something I'll discuss. Um, also something in that I, I'm becoming a lot more open about, um, is, uh, an eating disorder. It's kind of been an elephant in my life. I, I don't know. Apparently I'm really into elephants right now, but cause I think I've already said this saying, but, uh, it's been an elephant in the room my whole life. I've known it was a problem. People around me have known it was a problem, but I didn't admit that it was a problem. So that has been something probably the entire 12 years that I have dealt with every day is the eating, eating habits and not feeling, oh, that's a whole episode we'll get into. <laughs> Again, I said a whole episode. Um, so yeah, depression, self-harm, anxiety, eating disorder. Um, to the most recent actually diagnosis, which kind of, um, this diagnosis, which is, um, obsession, obsessive compulsion disorder, compul obsessive compulsion disorder, OCD, which is what I'm going to call it because obviously I have issues saying that, um, OCD. I got that diagnosis about three years ago and that is kind of what, you know, um, I would say started my whole meditation and self-worth and this whole sort of mindset that I am now ready to share was when I got the OCD diagnosis because as much as that was that was my turning point I'll say in my mental health recovery was finally getting an 
a definite answer and knowing that I was not crazy and that I was not alone as much as, you know, like I said, I've had therapists in the past. I've had, oh my God, slews of them, slews and slews and slews. Um, I think that that, or I know that that moment when I got that diagnosis from my very awesome therapist was um, the turning point into realizing that mental health, you know, needs to be talked about, you know, and, um, and realizing that everyone, not everyone, I won't say everyone, that a lot of people go through this, you know, on different levels of the scale. Some are very mild, some are severe, you know, and that diagnosis is what, um, catapulted me to, you know, which ultimately led me to make this podcast. So I guess, um, those are the struggles that I will mainly be talking about, you know, grief, like I said, um, from my grandma passing and, um, work, I've worked as a hospice CNA and obviously, uh, you know, working with death very literally can make you feel some sort of way. And I'll talk about those kinds of feelings. Um, so grief, you know, self-harm, anxiety, depression, eating disorders, OCD, um, you know, difficulties in relationships. That's a huh, huge one. That's a huge story for another time. Um, that led me down probably that a very bad relationship is what led me down to my, uh, my rock bottom. Uh, yeah, so I'll definitely get into, uh, relationships and self-worth and, you know, all of that. Obviously it's a difficult topic for some people, um, myself included as, you know, um, mentally abusive relationships and, uh, they change you. They, who do they change you? And you don't even, you know, you always think, oh, that won't happen to me. That just happens on, you know, criminal minds or, you know, these, these shows. I a hundred percent thought that it, it would never happen to me huh, until it did. So <laughs> I'll talk about that too. Um, so I guess, you know, without further ado, that's my, uh, my little synopsis of who I am, what makes me me, uh, what brought me to make this podcast. And, um, like I said, I hope that with, um, with this podcast, I can help, you know, just one person, one person, actually I'll say two people because I already know that making this podcast is helping myself. Um, so if I can help myself and one other person, then my goal is achieved. Um, so yeah, I hope you continue listening. Um, I hope that, you know, you reach out to me if you want to hear something, if I inspired you or whatever, I don't know how to really end this. So I think I'm just going to end it, but, uh, all right, stay tuned. Thanks. <laughs> Bye.